different perspectives. You cannot say that. But a shared experience. I feel like we could have just left out so much of that. I shouldn't be optimistic about our love. I should be affirmed. Black Girl Roundtable. Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Roundtable. My name is Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And uh, what did I say before? What a week it has been already. Ooh, we no passed it. It's only Wednesday. And I just feel like it's got to go back tomorrow and then again the next day in the next day in, in the, the next, next day. day and in the thing the week day. the weekend is such a blink of an eye it's, i just feel like it has been speeding by like these past couple of weekends yeah i'm like, like also i feel like july you had somewhere to go you had somewhere to be like Girl, it was, it was just was the fourth it was just National Cookout Day, and all of a sudden, you like, bitch, it's all it's over. It's over. <laughs> Blinked. Oh, about yeah, back to school. I said, back to what? To back to what? Where? When? We just got out. Oh um, yeah. Maybe it's just my neighborhood, but I ain't seen no little kids. Y'all gonna be running around like y'all on summer vacation. I ain't. Seen yeah, I don't know. If anywhere. I don't, I don't know if all the kids in this neighborhood has just have just grown up, or people are just not bringing their kids like. And I think the pandemic, like, kids don't know other kids in the neighborhood. That's or they true. Stay, or for whatever reason, kids don't know other kids in the neighborhood. So it's like they haven't had a chance to even go outside and play with, like, their neighbor. Because for a while, they couldn't. And it's, you know, it's at least at least in this neighborhood. I do have friends from other neighborhoods who the parents in the neighborhood do make sure that their kids, like, go outside know who their other the neighbors you know kids are but um i'll just say not this neighborhood so yeah i've seen some teenagers kind of like out and about and so i'll see them kind of like walk into the um to the store like it's gonna be like a 10 minute walk from from our apartment complex but other than that like they don't be riding bikes and stuff now granted i live on a big ass hill so i wouldn't be out here either (laughs) but you know kids don't care so (laughs) That's even better. You live on the hill. The danger. Right. I'm like, don't y'all like this? Y'all be ready to, you know, BMX or whatever it's called? Parkour. <laughs> Pretty Parkour. much. <laughs> ah. Mm. All right. Well, with all of that being said, we will not dilly-dally and drag out this long week any further. Um, hopefully, y'all are having a, a speedier work week than we are. Um, but we're going to go ahead and jump right into what's trending. Um, are we going to keep with our tradition of starting low and 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 hitting high at the end? Yeah. All right. So starting off, let's talk about this newest illness, this newest plague bopping around monkeypox. Let me tell you something. So if you are not aware, I will just give a quick rundown, but you need to get aware. And I'm a little disappointed that you are not aware. But monkeypox is the latest infection that is sweeping the nation. Um, that is essentially a a variation or an illness that's very similar to smallpox in appearance and the way it's spread. Um, it's spread by skin to skin contact and can be caught um, through you know being in close proximity with people. Um, it's not viral as far as like air being airborne, but it can be caught also off of um, surfaces and being in contact with the surface that an infected person has also touched. Um, so. I, first of all, 
if I don't have to go outside, I'm not going outside to the extent of a whole bunch of people. And I'm like taking something and I'm wiping surfaces down. And it's kind of slow for like large crowds for me until yeah. my job has its festival. But I, I just, how do we get here? We were not, but we're not even over COVID. COVID is still happening. People are still catching COVID. These new variants and shit are out here. Now you want me to worry about monkeypox? Monkeypox. Like, you know what, Lord? If this is your just rollout for the rapture, just simply do it now. Right. Stop stop delaying it. Just do it. Like, I'm over this. So that I can stop paying bills. Listen, that's that's that part. Let me know when I can really stop caring. Because this is too much for me. It's too much. I I cannot. I cannot. And my whole thing is just like, leave it to America to use this as an excuse to be homophobic. Right. And it's right. Like, I said, y'all will find any way, anything, any anytime. Excuse to be homophobic. Well, this is the gay disease. No, it's not. Who? Where? When? That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. That's not how any of this works. <sighs> Talking about some, it's a sexually transmitted disease. No, who, sa- who said that? Who said that? Technically, COVID can be sexually transmitted if you swap and spit and shit with everybody else. Why right. just be saying any fucking thing? Why are you all this like is why this? Dr. Fauci left. He said, I'm sick of this shit. Ninth grade health class was whooping y'all's asses. Behind. Okay, clearly. Y'all was beat down to the ground. I, I, I see now. I said, "What?" <laughs> I just, you know what? Earth is ghetto, and I want to leave I wanna right now. Leave. Earth is ghetto. I wanna, I wanna leave. Send the rapture, please. I'm not gonna do it myself. I don't have the balls, but like, Lord, I just. If, again, if this is your way of rolling out, like your master plan, just, just do it. I just feel like at this point, like it is, again, not to be. people have a seamless ascend. Don't, why we gotta be right. down with somebody else? I just feel like I, I know that it could be worse. There are other things that are happening. I'm very yes. blessed to have my own place and a job and be able to quarantine in the solitude of my home. Yes. But God, my I have three years left of my twenties. Just want to do a couple of <laughs> I just want I just want to have a real hot girl summer. I finally have the budget for a real hot girl summer. And you just like Mm-mm. like twenty-four to twenty-five. And a little bit of 26 if we're keeping it a book. Literally was just starting to get to the point where like, you know what? I'll start dating again. I'll start being outside and around these niggas. Why not? I don't got nothing better to do. And immediately shut it down. We're done. Like. Because I'll be damned if I go on a date and this nigga give me monkey pox as he passed me my drink. That's the scary part. I'm like, of course this happens when I'm about to go on vacation. Girl. Like, why? Why? Bring a mask and bring a Clorox. Oh, I got, I got both, but I'm just like, 
whatever this lesson that I'm supposed to be learning in the midst of these plagues is supposed to be, can it just put it on a billboard? Because I'm tired of trying to figure it out. No, for real, for real. <laughs> like, wh- whatever it is, just say it and I'm going to do it so we can get out of this. The only thing I have learned is that remote work is that girl. And I will remote be pers- work is that girl. Whether you rent or you own, invest in your house. Yep. Because you may be there for a while. And that is all I have learned. Yes, Lord, for the rest of my days. Listen, because my next, when I hopefully, you know, knock on wood, things go well. And I can like, you know, execute my moving plan in 2023 like I want to. And when I tell you everything, the best, the best this, the best that. All the painting, all the interior design. Let me tell you something. If the pandemic didn't teach us, didn't teach y'all nothing about health, I would hope it taught y'all about how to make your house a home wherever mm-hmm. you are. Yes. And just like, even if you're not the best cook, just to be like the importance of knowing how to cook for yourself. There are things that I have learned to cook in the pandemic that I never thought. Like, I fucking rolled my own sushi the other day. I was like, bitch. <laughs> well, also, TikTok is that girl when it comes to simple recipes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that bread maker that's going around? I want it. Yes. I want that bread maker so bad. It was only like $200. I said, I could I could do that. Exactly. I said, you know what? I, either I could just save up for it or Klarna. I can do that. Cool. You know, my dumb ass, I said, you know, over time, as much money as I spend on bread. As much Right. Money. It'll pay for itself. Right. And I heard it make your house smell like this, like a bakery. Yes, which I would love on like a Sunday morning with a book. Uh, but yeah, y'all need to clean up, wipe down your surfaces, put your fucking mask on. Like it's really not that deep. Wear your mask. Just us. Uh, stop being dirty. Stop touching niggas with your hands. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> that is. If, if you don't do anything else, stop touching people. Literally, niggas with your hands. Like literally, don't touch nobody. Don't touch nobody. Don't look at nobody. And here's the thing: is I was telling this to Raheem the other day. I said, on a good day, I don't want nobody touching me or being in my space. Listen, now it is mandatory. You don't want to get spray. I'm bringing a. I'm bringing a spray bottle with me everywhere I go. Mm treat your bitches like cats back in 2018 2019 even when we was living it up didn't know nothing about this life i was still i will still stop it 2019 and beyond i was like don't touch Mm -hmm. like personal space please why do you need to touch me and this goes back into the conversation that we had about pda you've been touching other services and then you want to be touching on me well yeah get off of me you need to wait until we are home and took off our outside clothes and right. showered. Because I don't trust it either way. Mm-mm. I think we have also learned that the, the BIPOC community is right about everything, which we should have already known. Yep. But y'all who be wearing your outside clothes in the house? Indoors. In the, in, no, not in, in your bed. What's wrong with in you? In your bed is nasty. That is gross. And also those of you who be wearing your shoes in the house. What's wrong with I can't, you? I can't even, I can't, when I tell you, it's like, do you know what you're tracking in? I just, 
get illness, get dirty. Illness. And that's what and the people people want to talk about black girls in our bonnets. Bonnets save your hair from pollen, dust, and dirt. Girl. You can you can oh you should wear them out in public. If I don't want to put my yeah. hair on the back of an airplane. Which makes sense. Which yes. makes sense. I'm gonna put my bonnet on. Listen, am I the only person who feels like the airplanes have been given bus lately? Like, it used to not feel that way. Yes, no, and my mom was like, well, it is public transportation. I said, when you think of it like this. It absolutely yes, is. But I feel like it's because of COVID, especially mm-hmm. people, like, just not want, wanting to adhere to the whole mask thing. Yeah. And, like, causing scenes. Like, I feel like before covid people weren't causing scenes on planes like you get on the plane you sit down you go where you gotta go but now everybody want to act the damn fool right it's like these are our fucking 20s like if you are in like if you are like a very old like i don't know first of all i feel like this is this time has stolen time from everybody but like the fact that this came in my 20s when the pandemic happened i was in my like mid to early 20s i am now in my late 20s right some bull and i don't know what this and if this monkey pox is is will do anything like covid did oh it's giving indoors until i am 30 and i'm gonna just have to take those years back some i'm i'm gonna be i told my mom I told her yesterday, I said, I really hope you are not looking for any grandchildren anytime soon because if I get one more good summer out here, I'm not having nobody's baby. And that's a fact. I said, I'm going to be, okay, let me see. The pandemic started when I was 24. So yeah, I've been 24 for the past three years. So I'm like, look, I'm going to get my years back in blood. I don't care. I don't care if I got to be 30 dancing on tables. You're just going to have to accept it. I'm going to have, I need that good, I need to reclaim 25. Like yes. that year that was robbed for me, yes. I need that back. I need to spend the money that I have, ride around, have fun with my friends, all my friends who got kids, y'all still invited, but you know, get a babysitter and we going to have to rock out because it's not fair. It's not okay? fair. I, I wanted to go to AGP one more time. I wanted to go to... Uh, hit a Miami something. I wanted to go to All-Star Weekend. Wanted to go to fucking uh, whatever they be having in Toronto. The Toronto, that Soka Fest. Mm, wanted to right. go to Carnival. Can't do none of that Wanna shit. Wanted to go to Trinidad. Like, all this shit. Yeah, now I'm just like... Nothing. I hope y'all know. I was really planning for us at some point in the next couple of years. Which we still can do it. But I was like, we gonna have a celebrity like... Them girls who like be like, we are going here to meet and like fuck a celebrity. I was like, we need to go try. <laughs> Um, and so we gotta, you know, axe out. Y'all have men that axe out a part of that, but you know, I'll take one for the team. Y'all can I can at least be a wingman, right? Yeah, yeah, y'all could be part of the mission. I can help you get there, right? Gotta get backstage at a fucking I don't know who's even popular. See, that's why I feel like I'm old now. Like, who's even popular? Whose concert am I trying to get backstage at? The old niggas, right? Because <laughs> I'm anybody older too. than me, yeah, because I'm old too, you know. Now that I was like. Who would I really be like? Well, for me, it'd be Damson and Idris, as you all know. You don't even sing. What it was he not having a concert? <laughs> oh, I, I, can, I, can, I can find somebody set. This is I'm true. But, you know, there's actually no, like, male singers that I'm 
current day that I'm just like, <laughs> no, it's because straight men are canceled, um, which is fine with me. Um, uh, maybe Drake. Yeah, that's that's really all I have. Lucky yeah, Day. No, I've read things about Lucky Day where I'm like, I can't. Don't yeah, ruin the day. That's such a face. Me and my friends were literally talking about Lucky Day today because you know he. I I want to put allegedly, even though his his alleged baby mom says it's not allegedly, but allegedly but, for legal purposes. And allegedly is bad. Like oh, it's bad. Oh yeah, he allegedly is a deadbeat dad for like. Oh. Over twelve years. Oh God! (laughs) And like, doesn't like. I mean, not even like doesn't even do child support, but doesn't even like acknowledge a child's birthday. Or if he he does, he's like in and out, and he don't get her nothing for her birthday and stuff like that. It's like if the DSU niggas that be pretending like they don't have kids was famous. It's like the same shit. Oh gosh! Ones that be like, surprise, I'm a dad, right? And the kid is six. Well, what? So. Kind of in conclusion there, y'all stay safe, wipe down your services, watch out for these monkey pox, and let's move on. Um, so, um, moving on, let's go ahead and talk about the Black Panther trailer, which has released mini air horns, but also all the tears. So, the um, trailer for the new Black Panther movie is has been released. It is set to come out in November. November the full 11th. film november 11th wow <laughs> what's so special about that day it's the day after my birthday i said this is the best birthday gift ever <laughs> i'm gonna cry my eyes out <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> yes it's gonna be good i am so excited to see the movie but i'm so scared if you haven't seen the trailer please go watch it and then come back to the episode but we gonna talk about it so spoiler alert First and foremost, I'm going to tell you one thing about this movie I already know. Angela Bassett is going to be acting. She's going to be acting. Okay? get You better get your Academy Award nominations ready. Okay? Because when she, that one line they dropped in the trailer, I said, this is it. I said, oh, she's going to be in there tearing up and I'm going to be tearing up too. Ooh, it's going to be Tina Turner all over again. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay? <clears throat> Because one thing about Angela, she's yeah, going to give us that face that. and she's going to give us a line. Mm-hmm. A face and a lip. Oh, goodness. I love it. I'm so excited. Latika Wright, I know she's probably going to be a big part of the movie. I hope she does do a good job. She we was looking at you crazy for some of the stuff you were saying back in 2020, girl. But, you know, hopefully you've been able to get your shit together enough to, to honor Chadwick's memory. And my thing is, if we can redeem Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> somehow, some way. Oh, he did in the 90s. This is true. I I can look past this if the movie and you do right by this. But right. girl, I hope you've learned a valuable lesson to just to, to shut the hell up. Be quiet. Just do your, do your do job. You have one job. Do it. Sit down and eat your fucking food. Yeah, I'm just, I think I'm more so. You know like how Black Panther was so good? Like, I'm very scared that the second one, like, won't live up to the hype. Like, I'm sure it will, but I'm, like, very nervous that it's not going to hit, like. I think that's a valid fear, but after yeah. looking at that trailer, I oh, was yeah. like. I have no doubt. Because that was, that was my, I was like, oh, God, I just hope that I'm not going to rush it or they don't. But yeah. it was, yeah. I don't think it's going to be as much of an action film as the first one was. No. 
but it's gonna give us all of the feelings that we need for Chadwick and for Wakanda. Um, I think the action, I think there'll be a lot of action in, in like one big scene. It's gonna be a lot of yeah. stuff, and yeah. like there's gonna be one pinnacle moment. Huge scenes will be a mm-hmm. lot of action. It's actually probably gonna be overwhelming for me, but, but it's not gonna be like we fight in and then we drive in and then we fight right. in and we drive in. Like it's not gonna be that. No, it's gonna be like an unpopular opinion and like. I say this like, but not really meaning it. But like, I don't want them to focus on Chadwick that much, only because I think that makes everything really real. Like, it's not oh, like we know Iron Man died, but Robert Downey Jr. is fine. We can see him somewhere else. Like, no, this is it. Like, there's this is not coming back. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. I watched Endgame like a couple weeks ago and was literally in tears because I'm like, it's him. He came back from the other side, but that's not really going to happen. Like, it was terrible. I think it's going to be a really good... So, I I saw somebody on TikTok mention this. I can't remember their at, but somebody had mentioned that, like, it's going to be a really good learning experience for kids who look up to Mm -hmm. T'Challa to Mm -hmm. learn about grief and to, like, how do we process it? How do we move on? How do we heal? Um, and so for that reason, I do want them to talk about it, but I want them to definitely like lean into the like gone but not forgotten. Let's continue on the legacy side of things. So kind of like straddle that line nicely. And I also really want them to focus on, um, Angela Bassett's character and about Mm -hmm. like, just like, even with just that one line, like the sacrifices that black women make and, Mm-hmm. everything that we have to give up and like yep. yes her husband is gone and yes her son is gone but also like i'm left to clean up the messes that you two left here and mm-hmm. you know it's not your fault that you have died but you have literally left a a, a flaming bag of a dog shit in my right. lap while mm-hmm. i'm also dealing with my grief and so would love for them to dig into that and for um yep. lupita's character unpopular opinion i know there's a lot of conversation about like who's going to take up the mantle, who's going to be the next Black Panther. And I know canonically in the comics, it's it's been Queen Mother, it's been Shuri. I just really want y'all to find a way to make, make it Okoye. It. I just feel like Okoye, if anybody earned the title, the mantle, Thanks. in the first movie, it was her. Yeah. And she's also, she's already still a warrior. See, now I want, what, are, what is Lupita's character's name? Um, Nikita, Nikia, Nikita. I could see Nikita or Okoye taking up that mantle, um, and really, like, would Shuri be the obvious? Canically, because of the of the comics, yes. But I would, if Lupita Nyong'o became the Black Panther, I will literally go into a a, a war cry. <laughs> In the movie theater. I love Lupita. I would not be mad if it was Lupita at all. I would not be upset if it was her at all. But it's something about Denai Guerra and what she... Oh, yeah. I just feel... I don't have no questions. I don't have no... Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Because for, for me, one line she delivered in Black Panther, he said, you would kill me for Wakanda? without question like that's it that's all she needed to say she needed to be the next one that's Ooh. it <laughs> she mm. so mm. of them if like 
both of them, I'm going to literally start, I'm going to be like, well, time to start the revolution because... Listen, now the good thing about black women is I feel like there's no wrong choice. If it's Angela, if it's um, Shuri, if it's Lupita, if it's Okoye, I'm good either way. Right. Shout out to black women one time for the one time. If for some reason they decided to like do like lean into the multiverse and bring in like a new Black Panther that's a man, I'm I'm not mad at that. Like I, I really feel like there's very few things that they could do that I'm like upset at the direction they took. But just for my personal spirit, yeah, I deny because ooh something when she threw that wig off her head and proceeded to whoop it. You better, you better remove the wig. Yes. Hey, nothing against the white man. I said, oh. And the way she just looks her nose down at them, I'm just like, girl, because she would be in here and taking no nonsense from the Avengers. And that was the plan for Chadwick. You know, his Black Panther was supposed to take over what Iron Man and Captain America was doing, leading the Avengers. And I really, I really feel like Okoye got it. And she would do what my issue was with Iron Man and Captain America. My problem with them was always, why are you in charge? But if Okoye is in charge, I'm, what? Right. Okay. Okay. Right. And get smart, Nick Fury. Get smart, Samuel, because it ain't going to fly. Where he been? I feel like he been missing in action since Captain Marvel. Um, he was in, he was in, um, uh, uh, Spider-Man the um the he? he's in the last Spider-Man yeah mm-hmm. that's the last time I've seen him that I remember well, I don't yeah, remember him that. being in that movie maybe not, okay maybe not the last Spider-Man not maybe. No Way Home right? no but the second one after Endgame Far From Home the one that was in when it was in Europe he was in that one Oh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> that one, I watched them all before No Way Home because I actually hadn't seen any of Tom. Yeah, Holland no, movies. I haven't seen any of Tom Holland besides No Way Home. They're really good. Um, I, he, I need to forget to, to not be so mean to him now because that was a really good movie. He, I, he really, he opened me up. Like I, he's now my second favorite Spider-Man, but No Way Home has also made me forgive Andrew because it wasn't Joe's fault. Yeah, it was, it was not. His fault. That's the thing. I said, you know what? Any. We gotta ease up. They gave him terrible villains. They gave him him a terrible, terrible plot. Like, and and the storylines were not that good. I think it was really that movie kind of like put a lot of um, debates to rest. Thank God, and like the MCU like conversations people were having, particularly the Spider Man conversations people were having. They fixed a lot of shit. It fixed a lot of problems. It gave Andrew the redemption to where like he's getting a third movie now. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's because of this because they were like, oh, it wasn't him. It wasn't you. It was it was whoever wrote that damn movie. It was whoever who wrote it. And and even the villains that were that came into the movie, they were not like his villains, they also were not bad in that movie as well. Like Jamie Foxx is Fox uh, like, great in that movie. In this he movie. Did. he was Sandman much more tolerable one. in that movie. But in that, that, no, in the original, I was like, why is Jamie Foxx blue? Listen, because when he first popped up on the screen in No Way Home, I said, see, here we go. But they, but right, they, here we they go got them together. I said, no, oh, yeah, but I knew when Goblin came, I said, oh, shit. I said, not Jamie. They, they did a really good job. And and then, again, Toby is always going to be my favorite oh, yes. Spider-Man. It's just... Yeah, I mean, it's one nostalgia. He also plays a very, very good Spider-Man. I, um, Toby was the best... Somebody said this. I think it was you, Julian, that mentioned it. But, like, Toby was the best Spider-Man. Yes. And Tom Holland is the best Peter Parker. Yeah. 
And Andrew is is a good balance, I think. He does a good both. The yeah. problem with his movies to me was he was not a sellable Peter Parker, but allowing him to be an older Peter Parker in Makes No Way sense. Home, I was understanding it. Yeah, I was like, when they, yeah, when his movies first came out, I was like, he too cute to be Peter. Like, what? And they tried to put them little glasses on him to make him nerdy. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is not working. Y'all needed to punch him in the face a couple of times. He too fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember the movie theater erupting when like, I think when uh, his friend opened the portal and Spider-Man yes. came out and we all knew that it was not like Tom Holland Spider-Man and I was just like, oh my God, which one is it going to be? And then they had old ass to me watch them some, woo, okay, I'm a little old. <laughs> it's like, but I keep my suit under my clothes. It's just, why did you so dress like a youth that is, pastor? That is, <laughs> very, are you? You. That is very millennial. <laughs> and then, that life girl's like, why are you dressed like a youth pastor? <laughs> I just love the part where they um they like were doing the web cartridges and truth mm-hmm. to me that was the best decision that they made. I I do not like that they did not do that for um Tom and for um, Andrew. Andrew that just the web in in the film aspect of things. I think it just makes things easier for it yeah, to be it's less messy. Yeah. It was yeah. super clean. And so I always felt like that was really clunky in Tom's movie and in Andrew's movie. And so the fact that they kind of addressed it and he was like, what is that? Web cartridge? <laughs> he was like, oh, it don't come out your body? They was like, does that, you make that? He was <laughs> like, you just make it with your body? He was like, you don't? You don't? It's, like, it's like breathing. I don't really have to think about it. I just... Because no, because that makes the most sense. If we are in a dire situation, the last thing we want to do is run out. Run out. <laughs> and yeah, in the cartridge or a cartridge jam. The cartridge jam. Something crazy happened. Like mm-hmm. no. Toby's iteration. The, his writer was like, "If he gonna be a spider, this nigga gonna be a spider." <laughs> he said, "Spider <laughs> man." This is a does whatever a spider. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, "How do you just?" <laughs> Niggas said, I'm fucking Spider-Man. What do you mean? Aren't you Spider-Man too? <laughs> no, but nothing was... I forgot what... I think it was in the newest Doctor Strange. And they were like, oh, you don't know who Spider-Man is? She was like, does he shoot it out his butt? <laughs> he was like, no, I don't... I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny because he was like... Because when he went to Wanda, not knowing that Wanda was the villain... And he was, she was like, oh, why are you trusting me? He was like, I mean, I kind of trust, trust one of them bug niggas. But like, he didn't say it like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> He said uh, uh, the different bug very of the different bug variations. I was like, it sure is a lot of bug variations that I thought about it. There's Ant Man, there's Spider Man, the Wasp. Um, it's a couple we missing. We missing a few. But like, either it's Black Widow, yeah, the Black Widow, yeah, Yeah, she's been dead by then, but still, she a bug too. But like, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very excited for Black Panther. I'm sure we all are. Yes, we will shout to my dad's favorite Marvel character, Namor the Submariner, who will be in Black Panther. And shout out to all my Latine, oh, my yes. mother, yes. who will be in the movie. Okay, per I'm very excited. You know. Also, shout out to the director of Shang Chi. Um, it was just announced that um, that director is going to be directing the new. Avengers movie and oh, Shang Chi nice. will be making his um, Avengers debut. You, oh, I'm so excited! I really, really like Shang Chi. I do too. I don't think it got enough love. But it, it, was, it was a good movie. It was a very solid, like superhero origin story. I feel like it was very well done. 
It was the perfect length. It was a good, like, and I, and the one thing I don't love about certain superhero movies is when we don't wrap up the origin story nicely. So then the superhero can just go be the hero. I feel like Shang-Chi did a really good job with that. Minus two points for Aquafina. Yes. But other than that, we was good. And she didn't need to be there. I watched the whole film and said, you could have left this bitch at home. And my thing with that is like, I, cause we sometimes have this problem in black cinema too. Not as much, I would say anymore. It's opening up, mm-hmm. but I want um, Hollywood to know in terms of for my Asian, you know, folk, there are more than like, I'm sure there are more than one Asian female comedic actress i can name five was, people that I, cast I, was right trying now. to literally put get her big big break i have seen them before i mean granted yes they were brother and sister in kim's convenience but y'all could have got hit that would have been cute if you would have casted the woman who played his sister in kim's convenience she could have been a there's a couple of girls other girls who were also in Crazy Rich Asians who I feel like could yes. I could have seen a Constance Wu type in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that other girl's name that I like? Um, she's a little bit older, but I mean, Nora, I'm not, I mean, we're not calling her from the no more. Nora ain't a spring chicken either. So what's her face? Ali Wong would have been a good Yeah, Ali Wong would have been. Oh, I would have loved to see Ali Wong as a Marvel character. I'm just saying there are many like Asian, uh, I've because me and Raheem have been. We had one stint where we were watching mad, uh, like Chinese um, action movies. Yeah, Very Jackie Chan's catalog is great. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. and not just his American movies. And mm-hmm. so Jackie Chan did a movie. And he had a few like women, like younger women action um, actresses in the the films. And I'm like, why didn't that, they not like come across the come across here so some of them did so the the woman who played his aunt and she's also the lead in that movie everything everywhere all at once she got her start in a jackie chan action film she was a malaysian beauty queen and she was playing like the damsel in distress in all of his movies and she was just essentially like i'm tired of being a damsel in distress like you know can i be in an action film and Jackie and them were like, all right, we'll try you out. And, you know, worst case scenario, if it doesn't work out, you know, you're going to go back to being the damsel. Um, and she was a hit. And because she speaks, you know, English and she's fluent, she was able to cross over. And so she's been doing more movies here. She played the mom, too, in um, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm. Right. And so, mm-hmm. in the, again, I can name so many movies now that I'm thinking about it that have... She like, she like the... She's like equivalent to me from what I've seen for them about of Angela Bassett. Like, she be everywhere. This She got a catalog. So you're basically saying that, like, y'all could have got anybody but Aquafina, and I don't understand why. And also, like, Aquafina, I get that you're trying to get your coin in every way possible, but there's sometimes you gotta be like... You know there are other Asian actresses, right? And I just feel like you're not doing... Uh, not only just the the movie community, but you're not doing the overall Asian Hollywood Asian like arts community any justice by it you being the main person. All right, last but certainly not least, I we have to talk about a a viral Facebook post. Um, <sighs> I just, I want to start off this conversation by saying, I want y'all to want more for yourselves. 
I want y'all to want more out of your relationships. So if you have not heard, there is a life coach, I guess is his occupation, by name by the name of Solomon. Anybody, I feel like anybody can is calling himself right. life coach. Girl, that's a, a life coach. That's a red flag to me, but moving on. Um, a life coach by the name of Solomon Bucci has posted a Facebook post that has now gone super viral about his is it his girlfriend? Is it his wife? I don't know if it's his girlfriend, his fiance, his I wife. Think that he proposed to her and that was like his fiance probate. <laughs> okay. Post. Not probate. I'm screaming. Feel yourself. Suck. Um <laughs> so he's he has a post about his what we're assuming is his fiance. Um, and it reads the following. <clears throat> You're not the most beautiful woman, neither are you the most intelligent woman. But like I've chosen to never find perfection in anyone else, I put my gaze on you and with that commitment, we would mold ourselves for ourselves. Our perfection is in our commitment. Starting off, it's a little rocky, but it's, it's not terrible, but then it gets worse. Oh, I thought that was pretty terrible. I was already irked and I'd just be like, you know what, stop right there. <laughs> Well, there's two other paragraphs. And so me being given the benefit of the doubt, I'm like, you can save it. But he doesn't. So moving on, he says, stating that you're not the most beautiful slash intelligent might sound like it's not a compliment. Yeah. But it's a realistic base for love. Acknowledging that my woman isn't the best, but I'm not looking for the best. I was looking for you and I found you. There's no best. There is just someone you choose and see the best in them. This to me is real love, not love that consoles itself in the full reality that their partner is the most good looking, most intelligent, most successful person in the world. That's disingenuous and doesn't give room for love to thrive. I love you, Ayanthe. I'm committed to you. I miss you. But my love for you is stronger than distance. And that's the post. I feel like he could have just left out so much of that. Right, you could have like, just been like, pause and all, you're the best woman that I've ever been with, right? and I love you so much. Period. You, you see how you, how you didn't... I'll, I'll you even do you one better, Asha. I love you. Right, right. Period. Period. I love you. I love you and I miss you. I Can't wait you to see I miss you. you. You know, we're truly committed despite the distance. Or the That's option it. that we give every episode, every single episode that we give. You could have such said nothing. You could have said, said nothing. God. This was definitely case of just put an emoji. Heart. Heart. The love of my life. Right. right. The love of my life. L-O-M-L. Heart. Period. Heart. <laughs> I. <sighs> because my thing is, I would have, the minute I seen that first line. We're breaking up. Deleted. You are, you are never going to admit to, here's the thing. You are never going to, not even admit, you are never going to say in front of anybody who can see your, your post, well, you're not the most pretty or the most intelligent. Bitch. Bitch. First of all, it, for me, it wasn't even the prettiest. It was like, you're not, you're not as smart, but like, it's like. I am Beyonce and Albert Einstein. Get out my face. But the gag is she's pretty and she has a PhD in actuarial science. Excuse see? me? So she is see? super smart. So my thing is, I saw her pic. I saw the, so I saw the picture together, and I said to myself, "Funny, but not funny, haha. Funny, weird, weird." Because like, then I saw him. This 
Scarface written bad hairline having Timon scrawny looking nigga said that about the woman that was standing right next to him I said oh lord men have the yet again days that men didn't have the audacity zero because sir have you you cannot say that and then look like that you you and you should even if even if you say they be like you know and and neither am I and you're but you're better than me but you you act like you're doing her a fa- it it just felt like you feel like you're doing her a favor and a blessing by being with this woman and i want you to understand sir that it is 100 the other way around yes sir sir <clears throat> emphasis I, on the other way around to this young woman i really hope that this is a light bulb moment i think you need to have some more i'm not going to tell you to break up with him because i feel like if you then got engaged with this man and he felt bold enough to be able to post this on social media and tag you in it you already kind of know what you're dealing with but I just want you to, to start. You don't have to listen to everybody's opinion, but you know, thousands thousands of people are very rarely wrong. Specifically, thousands of black women are very rarely right. We are, as a unit, we are very rarely wrong. Yes, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's a small percentage. You got like like an 80-20 chance that we when not black wrong. women and black LGBTQ tell you this is what this is 99.9% of the time it is in your best interest I just he wrote three paragraphs about you sis and didn't put not one compliment in it and three paragraphs you don't have one good thing about me to say you're not beautiful and you're not smart but what are you marrying me for right I, don't, if you say, I, I can't if tell you a joke. Are, I can't cook a meal. I can't. Like, no, know. There's no redeeming quality. Nothing but that you, you you're the say. best I can get. That's literally what that's yeah, yeah. You're the say, best I that I can get. And I'm going to stick with you. Young lady, I want you. I'm sorry, Data. You like, yes, you can Bro. contemplate. But, and particularly, like, if you got shit in your name, each other's names, if you have a, whatever. I would be like, yeah, because one thing you're not going to do, it's fucking embarrass me. Not at all. Right, because now thousands of people have seen this. And the thing is, like, I had commented on somebody's post who originally posted it, something similar. Like, damn, like, he wrote three paragraphs about you and couldn't, like, give you a compliment. And of course, you know, the men got to come out of the woodwork and respond like, oh, my God, this is, you can, you know, translation, women are never happy, He's literally saying, one man literally said, and I quote, he's literally saying that if he was presented with dirt and a diamond, he would choose dirt because you can grow with that. First and fucking foremost. Did you just call me dirt? If you compare me to dirt, we are not meant to be together. You don't love me. And also, if somebody comes to me, with like Dana, do you want some dirt or do you want a diamond? I'ma take the diamond right. every fucking time. Every fucking time. And that's not a materialistic, like looks-based thing. Like, I'm not saying this man looks like dirt and this man looks like a diamond. I'm saying this is actually dirt 
and this is an actual diamond right okay i am not a farmer i am not jesus i'm not turning water into wine (laughs) i need something that has some actual value i can go get dirt outside any time of the day i'm it's only a small window of opportunities for me to to acquire a diamond give me the diamond i cannot believe and he probably typed that and then crossed his arms like he did something like he didn't love something. Yeah, your red flag is showing. And it's I think he made a, a response post to all the backlash. So go check that out if you were interested. But ooh, this nigga, the audacity of men. And this to me also just stems to other problems that will they I'm sorry, I think they will have in the future. One being that he thinks that he is the prize and that you and that like you that you two are not equally yoked and that he is somehow the prize and that you owe him for coming into your life and making you know because like I didn't you know you weren't the prettiest but I still love you and that way he can gaslight you into doing or into like feeling however or not really feeling your emotions or not seeing you for who you really are um because he doesn't see for you're you're telling this lady you know and again beauty is one is subjective it's in the eye of the beholder and so are so it's smarts and so is wits as much as we don't like to to think it is it is and so like so are you like okay i am on her facebook right now and she is literally like line by line translating what he meant and the thing, and I'm going to also give this disclaimer, y'all be bringing God into everything and he be like, keep me out of this. Keep me out of She is over here like, she got the first paragraph and says, by this he means da 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 And then he said this, what's wrong with saying that? Why, if he was searching for a perfect person, why would he have found me? What's going to allow him to be his self? If you're fine, she, and I quote, she says at the end of her post, if you find his words downgrading, then you are a pessimist and I will help you do something. Place your hands on your head and repeat after me. And then she proceeds to put this prayer here. I shouldn't have to be an optimist in my relationship. Right. I, I shouldn't be optimistic about our love. I should be affirmed by our yes. love. Oh. So here's Girl. what I'm about that, sis. If you like it, I, I love, love it. it. Right. I don't. When it comes to women and and they men and they feel as though Girl. they they don't mind being disrespected and embarrassed. You know what, girl? The bar is in hell, girl. It's in in the depths in the in the fiery pits of hell is the bar, and I just want you to raise it up just a little bit, just a tad. Okay, because even if I look like a tree monster, my future husband. Bet not say that to me, right. and he better not say that on the internet. On the internet. On the internet. Are you fucking kidding me? He told Everybody. millions of people that you are ugly and dumb. <laughs> what? That, and I think that's the part that's just blowing me the most. Like, <laughs> but she's saying y'all being pessimistic, bitch. You not? You're not. <laughs> okay then. We clearly we didn't read the same paragraphs, but all right. She ugly and dumb, but I love her anyway. Miss you, and girl. You know what? I don't know about the I don't know about the ugly part because she damn no sure she's not ugly. But after that post, you just told me that she says you mm-hmm. might you are not the most intelligent. 
You may not be the most intelligent, okay. but you know what? You are I'm a beautiful you woman. Like you are stunning. So that is clearly lie, a lie. But girl, you are not smart. Because you're talking about something. Oh, y'all didn't get it. No, 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 sis. No, you, you didn't get it. We understood. And she over here talking about some, oh, clearly y'all didn't take English comprehension seriously in school. As somebody with an English degree, let me tell you. You should have commented that, Dana. Let me tell you. I sure could talk about some English comprehension. Let me help you out. Okay? Let me do you a solid favor. Okay? Asha, you chime in with mass communications and what you throw to the public. And Jelena, you chime in with psychology. Maybe criminal justice, because this man may also be dead after <laughs> she realizes what's going right. on. Okay, but from every, you know, liberal arts perspective, let me tell you right now, that was not a declaration of love. Does anybody on the team disagree? No. There is what you say, and then there is what you mean. It, I don't, even with the subtext, the pretext, the text. The man, the man did it. <laughs> it wasn't no, there was no symbolism. There was no imagery. There was no story building. None of that. He said, you the best I can get, but we gonna make it work. Like, he girl. said, I choose you, even though, even, he said it despite you not being... <laughs> You're not the prettiest right. or the most intelligent girl. On that lovely note, let's all reflect on our choices and maybe review our significant other's Instagram post about us. We will take a short break and we'll be back with something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. We are back with something y'all need to hear. And by the time this joke comes out, Renaissance will be on the screen, honey. Hey, hey, Bam. hey. We are two days less than 48 hours away from Beyonce's seventh solo album, Act One Renaissance. And as a Hive member, as a card carrying member, as a card carrier, I get my emails. Okay, I mean, me too. As a card carrying Hive member, I am so excited, <laughs> so excited for Renaissance. So today, we could not just give Beyonce just like one part of a segment. Mm-mm, we had to give her a whole segment on her own in anticipation for this album. Yes, honey. So we're talking about then some of our favorite Beyonce moments, our favorite Beyonce album so far, so far. And then we're going to talk about um, our favorite Beyonce songs. So let me get my phone out again. So favorite Beyonce albums, Asha yes, first, you go first. Cause, and the my, sad part is I know a lot of people agree with you, but. That's fine. My favorite Beyonce album is four. 
I love for it's a beautiful, beautiful body of work. It takes highs to lows, different. To, I, I, and then the in the concert that the tour that came out of four was an amazing fucking tour. It it made that information made people really step they shit up when it came to concerts and concerts. Not wrong. And we do have to preface this whole conversation with there is no bad Beyonce album. There is no yes. right. There's only your personal flavor of best. My favorite. So I would like to say Homecoming, but I feel like I can't because I think that's kind of cheating a little bit just because it is essentially like a collection of Beyonce's work. But what I will say about Homecoming is I don't think people put enough respect on Beyonce's catalog. And Homecoming made a lot of y'all realize like it's not essentially like she said on her album with jay-z the carters i'm better than the hype like this catalog is nothing to be trifled with and will will rival the catalogs of all of the greats so sit down i'm not even done be quiet but my favorite beyonce album will forever and always be b-day I feel like a sophomore album really tells you a lot about who an artist is, where they're going, and if they are going to be able to sustain a career. I feel like anybody can have a good first album. And and Dangerously In Love was a great first album. But that sophomore album, if you can hit it and you can hit it hard, it will make or break your career. And it separates the good from the great. And B-Day is exceptional especially because that was the first time we got a visual album from Beyonce and that shit was unheard of. Freaking heard of. It was just, it gave you everything. I feel like she really settled a lot of the debates about herself as a vocalist um, on that album and the fact that she could give us girl group dance, but she could also give us ballad. Um, And it was just, oh my gosh, when you talk about a moment in time and just... It was just, it was everything about it. And every performance we got during award show season, let me tell you something, bitch. The the B-Day awards show season was like no other. Yeah. Okay. We got Get Me Bodied at the BET Awards. We got Ring the Alarm at the VMAs. We were were eating. I do. Let me tell you, I, again, there is no bad Beyonce album. No. At all. B-Day is my second favorite Beyonce album. It is just... It's perfection. It is literal perfection. When I go back and listen to it, it hits the same as the day I first heard it. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's why it will always be my favorite. It is just... See, that's how I feel about four. Four just like, you got like your love on top, your party, like die young. Like I think uh, four needed to be there, but it wasn't for me. But it needed to be what it was. Like, there's nothing wrong with the album. It's just not my album. And that's okay. Understandable. But for... I'm listening to four when I... <laughs> I was listening to B-Day earlier today. I said, this is this is my shit. I do feel like, though, I Am Sasha Fierce gets a little bit of undue hate. Um, yeah. I think it was ahead of its time. I think there's a lot of things that she was doing, specifically on the Sasha Fierce side of that album, that a lot of y'all are doing right now. Um, cause I went back and listened to radio the other day and that's fire and that's shit that y'all are doing right now. So yeah, 
I'm on the hotline like every day. That was a good song for the time. <laughs> for the time. It was good. Or even like Sweet Dream, like you said. Like, but like, I, mean, I don't like Sweet movie. Dream. People would like to talk bad about this. Like, I really like that song. That's my Yo, shit. I like Sweet Dreams better than I Radio. Radio is my shit. I will hear no radio. Like, back when, it, when it first no came out, I used to listen day. to radio all the time, I all day, every day. No radio. You know, when, when Tasha Pierce first came out, I don't care what nobody says, I was bumping that shit. Like, it was no Video phone? Though. What? A video phone. Let's, let's keep on talking. <laughs> then, like, the way I'm walking. <laughs> that was my shit. And, must say, and, people, and people better not act like they wasn't singing diva. All exactly. day, every day. Listen, right. This is a stick up, stick up. Yeah. Let me tell you something. What I couldn't have been was in undergrad in the HBCU when that song came out because I, the Deltas, would have killed me. Yeah, I, I, I insufferable. Could not. Could not. Could not. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. That is okay. so funny. Ooh, we I know they were like, you heard it. Listen, what you say? It's bad diva, yeah. And I feel bad for <laughs> anybody who had to deal with AKAs and the DMV when Wale dropped Pretty Girls. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. I, I the same when Flawless came out. If you were in school when Flawless, if you were like, because they use Flawless for everything. Yeah, we definitely use flawless for everything. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> okay, and we and not and I mean, I'm like, wait, no, we were on campus. And had the audacity to like slap a ph in front of that bitch and let's go and put on I, and put on my shirt. Absolutely had that shirt. I'm screaming, and I would wear it today. Listen, we love Beyonce, so yeah, solid choice. I. But one of my favorite Beyonce songs is on, like, one of my top five Beyonce songs is on four, which is, well, there's two. Um, I I care, but I like I care live. Like, I will take the live oh, versions yeah. of I care over Home the recorded I version. Care. Oh, it's, it's something about that. And then Party, because I love Under 3000, is one of, if not my favorite rapper, so... The under three thousand party, just the chill, roll a blunt type vibes of that song. Love it, love it. Yeah, immaculate. Yeah. And the harmonies on it are great. Shout out to the altos, <laughs> cause that that low. Okay, well, Delina, oh, yours is B Day too. So yes, yeah, so B Day is my number one, but number two is the self titled album. Yeah, that is my. I will listen to that all day, every day, if I had to. Like, I do. Have, let me tell you something. Self-titled. When self-titled came out, I think that was the only thing I listened to for a smooth. Yes, <laughs> it's ridiculous I how much, I, even off. to this day, how much I listen to it. It's not even funny. I really it wish was, that Kanye wasn't canceled because the Drunken Love remix is ooh, so good. Art. You know, the self-titled was turning 10 next year. Isn't that I that's, know. I remember when that shit came out. I was in, we were in college. We were in college. But if you asked me when that came out, I would have placed it later in college. Not when we first got to college. It was our first, it was our first year, the end of our first semester. I will never forget, Jelena, you, me, and Naya were at a party in the Ville. And it was like, Beyonce dropped the album. We were all like, 
what was that the first album that was like the surprise release yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. she was just like surprise bitches it's an album and they over here listening to whoever future amigos we said cut this shit off right so we gotta go now bye they was like y'all leaving either either you give me the ox or we're walking out sobered up real quick fuck this party right so it's like the the nostalgia of the the album for school purposes but also just like the great partition you can't get no better than partition like everyone tried to be like their sexiest most yes person when partition came eliminate also eliminate is a close third sorry is probably i it's picking up my favorite beyonce song is like picking my favorite child like it's just i could never do it but sorry is really like if somebody to ask me on the spot that's probably what i would say no, i'm gonna tell my favorite beyonce song i think my favorite might have to be and don't judge me y'all it's probably sugar mama that's, that's fine, that's that fine. Is, i don't know why <laughs> i have to sing that song with my whole chest but a close second is is don't hurt yourself that yeah that, that shit makes me want to punch like i'm knocking fight. all of this shit over right now you it makes me want to fight it makes me want to fight it makes me want to like don't hurt it makes me want to fight i'm like mm-hmm. my favorite beyonce song i think it's i care because that song again that song be like and when she's alive that should be it's hitting so my good yes i don't again but that's a very hard thing to do it's so tough i think it's i care i could Um, probably pick one for every album but like to pick my overall favorite but i also want to say like in in my adulthood when i think about like there are very few beyonce albums where like it just brings me to tears and there are a couple of songs on the Mm -hmm. gift where i do not care where i am i just oh my gosh like when i hear bigger and when brown skin girls when brown skin girls came out like it used to not make me cry but i was listening to it one day like in the car and just randomly like started sobbing i was like this is beautiful <laughs> just love beyonce so much so right. much she can do bigger, no wrong bigger and also and i love like jealous me is one of my favorite like don't jealous me is one of my favorite like, oh, yeah. songs i mean she don't run with lions. If I ever had to go into battle, I would absolutely play my power. Like I'm. Mm-hmm. I used to, let me tell you. I used to have to watch my speed on the roads with my power. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm in a fucking chase. Right. I'm a damn get loose. <laughs> that remind me of like the door Milaje because I would be like, mm. like I'd be like. Like that. <laughs> I'd be ready. Also, I think Nile is a specifically because of the imagery from Black is King. Mm-hmm. Like that, and like thinking about mourning, and like specifically like how I process mm-hmm. grief. That really spoke to me a lot. Very mm-hmm. short, short song, quick interlude. Also, love Kendrick, so it was a good. Mm-hmm. It was good, and I was and shout out to Beyonce for being intentional with her features because a lot of y'all just be throwing anybody on a fucking. Track that is a fact. Like that shit. Thank you, and I do not like that shit, Mario but even like the song scar has a real complex meaning to Mm -hmm. it that i loved i said i love the way that they depict scar in this song i said why didn't you just have this as the movie it should have been the film i know i ain't shit but it's too late for me to turn back now right y'all may be like this 
You did. Sorry. Beyonce, we love you. We're look so excited for Renaissance. Get your coins ready, girls, because I'm going to need four seats this time. But anyway, we will put a pin in it right there. We'll take one more break before we come back with our question for our last segment. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at the Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by the Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. We're back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can ask us in our email or our DMs. Um, AskBGR at thebougieblackgirls.com. So this week, this is just something that randomly popped in my head. Let me preface with that. And I know we always say we're not pocket watching, so this is not pocket watching. It is just genuine curiosity. So... A lot of people our age have kids and you know a lot of them are into the social medias and whatnot the instagrams and things mm-hmm. and i'm noticing a lot of them having these extravagant i'm not gonna say parties for their kids because they're not parties it's like we're doing stuff for 20 year olds that would but like we're doing 20 year old activities with three-year-olds you, know, you have an open bar at a two-year-old mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so like what <laughs> What do y'all like? How do y'all feel about those types of extravagant parties or events? I'm gonna call it a party for young kids. Like, for example, I was telling Dana, I seen this girl take her three year old daughter to a steakhouse for her birthday, and I'm like, that little girl want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. What is she? She might like the steak and she might be enjoying herself, but like, why am I spending seventy dollars and you gonna eat two bites of this steak and some mashed potatoes and call it a day? <laughs> Why? I think it's weird. I I understand the desire to find an event to invite your adult friends to, or to like the desire for people our age to have more adult events, right? Because I will say something that my sister said to me, which I do think is true. As you get older and you have kids, there are less and less events for you and your friends of similar age to kind of come together congregate and have fun but the solution to that to me is to throw an event for grown people and not a child's birthday party masqueraded or you know rather yet um throw in like a a, an adult's party masqueraded as you know tt's third birthday um so i just feel like it's it's odd to me and also i feel like it is again i mean not pocket watching but a little bit specifically for people who I know are not wealthy, I think it's a waste of money to spend so much. Like, and I'm talking about people who go over the top on a child's birthday party that they're not going to remember. For me and my kids, don't be looking for a birthday party till age five. I was going to say, like, I think you can have a birthday party, but at some point you got to like... Be realistic. See it for what it is and just like, okay, like, 
So, for example, my my goddaughter, her birthday is actually the same day as Beyonce's album dropped because my godchild is just, you know, the Lovely. best. And of course, her birthday is Friday as well. So, Ooh. we're just going to be celebrating. So, this past weekend was her birthday party because that's when my friend was going to be in town um, from Boston. My best friend. My other best friend. So, um, and so... Th- the party was mostly adults because like because with covid and everything she's just she is just very very cautious with covid and she you know so she invited mostly family which were adults but she it wasn't like no over the top party like they didn't do it was a, a regular kids birthday party at somebody house right. and that seems appropriate to me for a first yeah, like, and oh. everyone still had fun because we are there ultimately for Mia. I don't so, think that there's anything wrong with like celebrating <laughs> children in their lives and stuff like that at all. And to me, I should clarify, like, yes, that is a, a birthday party, but like in the context of this conversation, like to me, that is not like a full blown party. I think like, you know, throw the slip and slide out, get the pool going, throw some food yeah, on the grill. Reasonable. That is perfectly fine. And you should do that for your baby's birthday. Yeah, she, got like I, a bounty, she got her a bounty house. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's fine. It's that's a, a regular birthday party. Something for the child that they will be able to enjoy. And if the adults happen to enjoy it as well, so be it. But just as Jelena said, when you got the open bar and the DJ and yeah. the like, and the DJ not playing Baby Shark, he playing like, you know, Slob on My Knob. Right. Like, you, playing, you playing, okay, the irony in this, I get it, yes. You playing Little Baby. Right. <laughs> the kids birthday party like and, and i feel the same way with the same sentiment about like birthday party the same as baby showers yes why first of all i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you this right now for future reference nobody is drinking at this baby shower if i can't drink so i can't fine. i can't drink y'all not drinking what that is fine <laughs> this is gonna be a sober dober event because no <laughs> there might be wine and or beer probably just like if I, if y'all want to have like champagne, mimosas, bellinis, I'm gonna think about it. This gonna be some watered down because they're not even gonna be good mimosas. This is gonna be some watered down mimosas because y'all again y'all not having fun without me. That's fair. That's fine. I'm over here drinking my mom mosa, my little mocktails. I'm right, but y'all, y'all getting the what you call you getting the uh. The, the baby shower pink drink. Yes. Yeah. You're getting the this, lemonade. This pink and lemonade and you want to like it. <laughs> and then the ginger ale punch drink. And yes. if I see an, if I see a single solitary nigga walking around with a bottle of Hennessy, I'm I'm knocking it on the grill. Party's over. But yeah, I feel the same way. I just feel like all these very, very over the top parties for like one year olds, to me. It's just a bit much, and I get it, and I don't think that you should not have a party for a one-year-old, but I just think sometimes folks overdo it just a little bit. It is a one-year-old. No. You want, to, you want it to be for you and your friends, I get it, but like, it might have baby friends but like they not gonna remember either. I feel yeah. like from, again, until you hit age four, you ain't got no friends. You got your mother's associates and children that your mother has allowed you to associate with. And so if you want to throw in a little gathering for either your family and or your, the children that your mother lets you associate with, that's fine. But until you hit kindergarten, you ain't got no friends. 
So right. not having a party until you got some friends that you have met of your own merit and you can insert your own opinions about who is and is not invited and what we will and will not be doing. Exactly. Because what we won't be doing is inviting the whole class. No, never that. Yeah, no, I I just feel as though, like, you know, you do what you want to do with your money. Um, I feel the same way about getting uh, toddlers and babies who still are not pot- potty trained or honestly just kids over the age of 10 designer clothes. That's another conversation for another like, day. If you are not Nicki Minaj, Beyonce type money or anywhere near that tax bracket, right? why are you getting your kids designer clothes? Why does the six month old have on a Fendi onesie? He gonna grow out of it in a, in a month. Also, he might poop. Right. Over. It's I'm over right in there. one day. I'm Throw right it there up. with you on those. But it's also to me like, I don't like when people dress children like adults. Like, there's yes. a very finite time in your life where it is perfectly appropriate to dress like a child. And so I just really struggle with, like, I have to hit not interested in the Instagram accounts where I see people like dressing their kids like adults, but in baby versions. Like that has always been very strange to me. Exactly. And I hate people like, you're sexualizing a baby. What's wrong with the outfit? I'm not doing any of these things. It's just, why do me and the baby have the same outfit? Also, is that comfortable for the baby to wear? right correct she not playing in this when i put on this outfit i don't put this on to go run around in the playground and so it's odd that you better go send your kid to kindergarten to play in finger paint in you know her gucci jeans and then be mad and then like that's a baby like and you then you'll be mad that like how like you ruined your clothes girl that is a child they're supposed to have fun and wear clothes that are you know washable and can be replaced every 2.5 seconds it's a bit much and i'm not gonna say i know everybody's situation but i also know that sometimes y'all just be overdoing it yeah and um you know sometimes it's like you know let's just reevaluate i also think it's okay to spend money on a party just because and so like if you need that permission here it is you can right. if you just like right. i want to throw a big ass party for me and my friends to enjoy and pay for a dj and a bartender you don't got to give me a reason i'm coming okay <laughs> right. if you want to do it the- right we're doing a game night party why because i want to do a game night party i want to have a party i'm coming okay so you don't gotta masquerade it as a baby shower or ray ron's third birthday i'm gonna be there because let me tell you let me tell you something when we get our dream house <laughs> I see y'all every month. It's very, it's it's gonna, it's gonna be a very rare time you see me outside. Not because I don't want to be, but outside's getting a little crazy, it's getting expensive. Oh, right. and I have a house and I make it the way I want my house to be. Listen, every third Saturday, or we gonna do first Fridays at Dana's house, and it's gonna be a different theme every first Friday of the month. Mm-hmm. Be here. Let me get a pool. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> So, yeah, that's just, it's a bit odd to me. And if you're going to do these extravagant parties, specifically the baby showers, make sure your nigga is dressed for the occasion. Oh, my God. Stop putting yes. on a gown and this nigga is coming in his his Nike tech suit or his fucking jeans and his slides. Like, right. You paid that lady how much to do your makeup and you paid how much to get the nice pretty dress tailored and this man's coming in. Gown. A Nike, a Nike tech. 
I would rather you come in the, the stereotypical uh, Burberry button up or something. Who said, was it one of y'all who said, like, this ain't his only event of the day? Yes, that's uh, not even his whole day. Like, that's how he came dressed. That's not even his whole day. He went to go wash his car and fucking run to the Didn't fucking beach. He said, oh shit, I'm late and came that's to the right. big gym. That's she's giving birth soon, ain't she? I mean, let me roll through. That That is disrespectful to me. And keep him out the photos. And y'all just be just as... Mm-mm. Don't come. You a single mom? No, he just wasn't dressed the part that day. So I yeah. am today. <clears throat> I was that day. Right. Not to say, mm-mm, I'm gonna, we we going to need to coordinate or something. I need to see... It's not that hard. You need to get a polo a, shirt. A, a nice shirt, some nice pants. It don't it's just nice. Take all that. And if you want to wear... Uh, no, I take that back. I'm not even gonna say those words. Never mind. I'm gonna say, and what, what you should be worried about is my push present. That's what you should be worried Listen. about. Okay. I already know what I want. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Please, as always, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are listening and sharing with anyone you think you um, may know that would enjoy. Please leave us a rating really does help us out and make sure you are following us on social media that is all we have for you guys and we will see you next week bye, bye. bye. bye.